welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for the Bad Batch. My name's Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, as usual, Ed. Hello, hello. And Noma. Hello there. And uh, how are we doing today, boys? Are you feeling a little... Uh-huh. I don't even know how the segue is going to go there. <laughs> I was going to say hungry, but Terrible. that's like a very like quick part hungry? of this episode. Thirsty? Oh, I can't finish that sentence. Well, I guess I could. I'm not going to, Are though. you thirsty, Noma? No, I was going to say hungry, thirsty... Another word that starts with H. Come down to mm. the Atomic Wrangler, but that's <laughs> falling to Vegas. Oh Don't worry God. about it. It's up huge. <laughs> Ed, what Anyways, we... hello there. I'm Noma. <laughs> Ed, what are we doing on this episode of Bad Batch? We are discussing the events of the Bad Batch Season 2, Episode 10, Retrieval. In this episode, we are going to talk about what happened, our predictions for what may happen in future episodes, and if we found any Easter eggs, we'll mention them and how many we did. If there are any that we missed that you saw... Please don't be afraid to give us, I was going to say a call, but you can reach out to us. You There's many ways to do so. A calling, however, is not one of those options. I mean, if but they figure let's out give how you some to alternatives. It. Yeah, if they figure out how to, I'm going to be very concerned. But uh, <laughs> yeah, in, as opposed to calling us, uh, there's a variety of ways to get in, in touch with us. One of the easiest is our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. As always, we've got the merch shop. That is shop.voiceoftheforce.com. Email-wise, we are connect at voiceoftheforce.com. And on social media, we are on Twitter and Instagram. The handle for both of those is at voiceforcepod. As always, retweeting and retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing a listener base and is very much appreciated. And you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us with five stars and a comment helps with visibility, and you can subscribe for free to the latest episode as soon as it releases. Thank you, Noma. And without further ado, let's get into the spoiler warning. Noma, back to you. <laughs> ah, yes, the famous spoiler warning. Uh, yeah, so we're about to go over Bad Batch Season 2, Episode 10, Retrieval. Uh, if you haven't seen the episode and you want to, we would recommend stopping here and going and watching it, and then coming back, because we are going to give you a brief synopsis, and then talk about the episode as if you've already seen it. So, uh, yeah, it uh, it will be full of spoilers. With that being said, this is the final spoiler warning. Let's get into the episode. Uh, I'm bored, I'm hot, and I'm starving! I told you to preserve your rations. Well... I got hungry! Uh, we're wasting our time! The skiff's a heap of junk! Yes, but with a few repairs, it'll be a slightly operational heap of junk. Uh, yeah, so this episode, the writer is Moises Zamora, and the director is Stuart Lee. If I've mispronounced anybody's names, I apologize for that. And, uh, yeah, so we kind of get the... The group still in that spaceport ish. Is it a spaceport if there isn't a landing space? I mean, it's I like guess an old to... shanty down. Basically, right? They keep calling it a spaceport, and it's like, I, mean, I don't know if it's a spaceport, but it I guess it depends on. Yeah, yeah it, it would depend. Like to me, it would depend on, I guess, what you would consider um, Navarro, because it's got the same kind of thing. But right? like nobody's it's... there, right? True. Well, I just mean in terms of a spaceport, right? Oh, because like, yeah, their, their spaceport was just like a it's just barren like flat yeah. ground. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're putting together a skiff. Um, Wrecker's being a baby. And while they're kind of bantering, Omega's like, oh, I just realized we can um, track where Gonky is. I completely forgot he was a character. Yeah, um, me too. But we can, we can track where he is. 
and we can find uh, the Marauder that way. And Tech's like, yeah, that, that sounds legit. Um, so they do, and, well, they are. And we find out the person who stole the ship last episode is this kid who takes it back to this, like, underground, um, well, as we learn, a mining town down the shaft into thing. And uh, basically, he talking with some people, and as he gets out, the leader of this mining town is revealed to, like, I think he's a Zygerian. He's, like, a Zygerian with, like, um, lizard scales on his head, which is kind of weird. But yeah, it's like, mechanical. Yeah, this fat, gross guy called Marco. And uh, Marco or the, I don't remember. I don't know. They, they they pronounce it a couple different ways. It might be Mako. It might be Marco. Uh, there were a couple times I was confused who they were talking about. But uh, long story short, to just kind of summarize it, he's a bad guy. He is uh, running like a functional Ipsium mine. He's taking all the money from the workers and being like, oh, yeah, it's hard times. I uh, can't spare anything and uh, just using all the profits on himself. So, yeah, he's our villain of the day, as it were. Um, so he kind of like kind of rewards Benny for bringing the ship back. Not really, though. Clearly, he's just going to like make all the money and then just forget about him. Um, so while that's happening, the Bad Batch is now tracked down where uh, Gonki is. So they fly all the way there. Uh, infiltrate managed to track down uh, because the Gonk droid was given to Benny as a gift, quote, quote. Um, so they use that to conveniently catch him, and then uh, he basically just helps them infiltrate the mine. Uh, there's a long series of things that happen. They come in through like a heat vent in the ceiling, and there's a slightly confusing moment with Hunter and uh, infiltrating him with a droid. I'll talk about that in a bit. Um, and so they they get to the Marauder basically, and then they're like, "Oh, there's a racial that's preventing us from leaving. Um, we'll need to infiltrate into the main command center to get it." and uh, Benny and Omega uh, end up going because uh, anyone else would stick out, which I guess does make sense. Um, Omega gets to see how badly everybody's treated, and then when they get to the actual uh, command center, um, she reveals off the data that she's been pulling that, uh, no, they're making a lot of profit, and all the stuff that Mako's been telling them has been a lie. Um, you know, they're making a lot of money. And then we also see Mako in his room just, like, eating all this, like, gourmet food, which is... It's kind of a weird scene, but like, yeah, he's just, you know, he was bowing living... down, man. Holy crap. Yeah. It's just like, it, it's kind of like, yeah, look, he, the bad guy, look at him eat these foods because he's a bad guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, but yeah. So when, while they walked in, Benny betrays Omega by like hitting the uh, alert button, I guess. So Mako comes up with droids, um, captures Omega at the same time, like two of the kids, like, go up to do something with the Marauder. I don't know what. Um, and they catch the rest of the Bad Batch uh, because they are an elite spec ops team uh, who can get found out by two, like, 12-year-olds. Yep. Um, so Hunter doesn't even manage to capture them. Uh, they escape, and Hunter basically runs into a standoff um, where Mako's talking them down. Tech and uh, Rucker come in. Um, there is one interesting line that does come back that I did like uh, where um, the, like... They have their blasters out, and Mako's like, don't be an idiot. If you fire and miss, you'll kill us all. And Rucker's like, we don't miss. And Mako's like, haha, yeah. Um, so he tries to get them to surrender by threatening to throw Omega off a catwalk, which is also a moment that was a little... Well, it's, it's something we talked about before the podcast that I'll mention again, but there's a lot of weird things in this episode. Little, little ticks. Um, 
yeah, so he's basically like, yeah, surrender or we throw Omega off the catwalk. And then before that happens, Benny comes in, uh, shows them all that, you know, Mako's been making quite a lot of money and he's been completely fucking them over. Uh, so the crew starts to turn on him. So Mako uses the droids that, that are with him to try and uh, restore the situation. Then he tells uh, the droid to throw Omega off the bridge. Um, Hunter, by this time, has pulled out an incredibly... Bur- uh, I don't know if... Was it this girthy last time? Like, it's a grappling hook. It is. It's, it's pretty like, big. It, yeah, it's like... it's like It looks like he ripped it off of a fucking... Um, a dropship? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say, like, the T-47 airspeeders. Like, he the had it speed. in the uh, last episode when they were grappled up to... Yeah, I, I feel like it, was, it, was, it wasn't it was big. that big, though. Okay. It, was, it was... Yeah, I would it was, say it was about, like, the size of, like, a... Half it's like the size ball? of a lunch. It, it's like the size of like two lunch boxes, like stapled yeah. together. Um, I love that. We're gonna use that as a new measurement tool now. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, it's the closest thing I can think of, uh, especially for the visual listeners, but um, which is everybody. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. anyways, uh, Hunter fires the grappling hook. He fucking like Tarzan's up to catch Omega, who manages to throw like pull the droid off the catwalk, which was actually kind of cool. Um, so he saves her, and uh, then the other droids turn to to try and uh, beat down the miners, but. Marco was right. Him and Tech don't miss their shots. They kill the droids. And Marco's like, I'm going to beat you all with a walking stick now. And I was like, cool. Was so I don't know why they're not shooting him. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Really? So he, does, he like doesn't even hit any of the kids. He just like swings his staff and falls off the bridge. Yeah, that was so funny. Like, it's, it's fucking pathetic. Um, yeah, so he's like hanging there. And for some reason, Benny's like, no, grab my hand. I'll save you. Okay. Um, and so... Mako tries to kill Benny by like grabbing him, being like, "You shouldn't have betrayed me." And then he just loses his grip on him, and then falls into the lava pit, and that's it. And it was, it was. I have never seen a situation just wrap itself up so conveniently. <laughs> it's just, it's like, yeah, like, oh, we can't have kids kill people, and we can't have the bad bat shoot anybody anymore. So, uh, fall into the lava pit. Um, so yeah, well, then we get to the end of the episode, and. Uh, Benny brings all the stuff back and is basically like, hey, if you ever need a thief, now that I've had three and a half minutes of bonding with Omega, um, call me because I owe you a favor. It's like, well, that part's true. Um, so Omega and Tech have a little bit of a talk at the end of the episode. And um, Omega's like, there's so much injustice that happens like this it's all around the galaxy. And Tech's like, yeah, but there's also a lot of people like us. And I'm like, okay. And the point of this conversation, and then the episode ends. And I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> it's... um. It's an episode. It's kind of all over the place. In my opinion, it was just like, it was like they didn't really know where they were going with the points. Yeah. There's a lot of moments that are very confusing. One of the ones that I mentioned earlier, um, the droids dragging Omega, like, to the edge of the bridge to, like, throw her off. But, like, everybody, all, all three members of the Bad Batch can see it. Yep. And I was thinking to myself, like, man... If only there was a member of this group who was a sharpshooter or like a marksman specialist, like every single one of the people who's here right now. Like we've seen them make tougher shots than that before. But and it was holding her as... off the edge. No, no, no. It, I'm talking about as it's as it's as dragging her over up, yeah, to the yeah, edge. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like any any of you could pull the trigger and just take out this droid. This like gotta have gotta have knock, that tension. Knock that. I guess, but yeah. it's 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 so fabricated. Like I said, that it's like really. It it just kind of kills my sense of. Yeah, for me, it, it kills my sense of um, kind of like nervousness or, you know, yeah. fear You're that like, anything well, will happen. We know that she's going to be fine. Exactly. If the plot is saying she's going to go over here, she's fine, right? 
like they're not gonna kill Omega in this episode. I did like the little the little nod they did to I guess Hunter's like instinctual part that's like hyper evolved, where it's like he knew what angle to go up to catch Omega after she like jumped off or whatever, right? I was like, okay, that yeah. that makes sense as to like who did that save, I guess. Um, but I mean, like apart from that, like I don't know, it, it was an interesting. It was an interesting episode with characters getting the Marauder back, putting it back to... I, I liked how they were putting it back together. You get to see, like, even Wrecker knows how to do it, even though he's not that smart. Mm. Like, putting the hyperdrive back in and all that Yeah, that, that's that another part that was a, That was another part that was, like, a little bit confusing, but I was willing to let it go, where they're like, we can't we can't take off without the hyperdrive. And I was like, but why? They have to put it in outside of the ship, though, that's why. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to. But, but if you just take the hyperdrive and put it in inside the ship... And then, and like, then go somewhere else and, and then do it? Yeah. Yeah. How like they make it sound like it's like somehow the hyperdrive is the engine, right? It will. Um, yeah, maybe it's like it's linked to the engines turning on. Possibly, I don't know. Who knows? Anymore. It, it's yeah, it, but it, that was something where it was like, okay, whatever, right? Like they yeah. they they can't even get out because of the ratio anyway. So it's the points moot. Yeah, so. yeah, I forgot about the ratio. Um, That's like the whole well, point I'm of why just, Omega went to yeah. go with Benny, right? Yeah, I mean, sort of the plot. They turn it off off screen, right? But I mean, it makes sense again why they do so. I'm not going to harp on it, but yeah. Um, yeah, the other moment that really confused me though was uh, when they're going down the chimney. Like it's a cool scene. Hunter run like does I did like that. It was like down. Mission Impossible yeah. kind of shit. It was very neat. And then there's a part where um, Benny makes Omega drop the flashlight that they have. And I did like that she was smart enough to turn it off as soon as the droid comes into view. Yeah. Um, but like it's gonna fall, but Hunter catches it. And I was like, okay, Again, that's cool. Again, instinctual thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but the part that confused me is they're like, oh, there's only five seconds until the the vent starts again. Um, and so Hunter has to fight the droid and like run out. And but the droid, the droid is just standing there with a data pad, like looking at something. Right, five seconds left to go. And I was like, oh, okay. So I guess these droids are so sturdy that they can survive the heat blast. Right. Except Hunter doesn't kill the droid. He just rolls off it and jumps into the corridor, and the blast goes off. And then when it ends, the droid's not even there anymore. Like disintegrated. Yeah. So it's like, so what was the droid doing? Like. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just that same like it was creating drama. Exactly, it, it's such fake ten tension. Then when it ends, it's like, well, then what the fuck? Will Hunter make it? Yes, he did. Yeah, of course he will. But then you're like, but then the droid was just standing there to kill itself. I think this is the one thing too is like with so. rebels and stuff like that, and like Clone Wars mm. things. Like there were scenes where like things like this may happen, but like it was so believable in the terms of like we don't know if characters are going to make it or not in certain regards right like mm. when in, in rebels we have like that um uh high fighter with uh um darth vader and like going up against phoenix squadron oh yeah yeah that was like holy shit like is, are they gonna die because like we know who he is we know he's mm -hmm. still alive after this is he going to completely kill everybody in phoenix squadron it's like well we'll find yes. out that's the tension, really, right? Like, that's the stuff that I think Noma's talking about, too, where it's like, it's not made up to make you have this false sense of tension, where, like, yeah. when you do it right, the tension's already there. And I yeah. think the difference is that Dave Filoni and, like, the writers that know it very well, how to create that tension properly and that story properly, are not hyper-involved with it. They're exec he's an executive producer, right? So... No, oh, okay. as like he's not writing the story, right? Just like, oh yeah, that looks fine. Let we can go ahead with that. But yeah, it could like honestly, my main problem is the fact that it's like you can't you can't establish 
a character like the like the Bad Batch, um, and then just suddenly have their skills drop and make it so that it and and then pretend everything's normal. Yeah. Um. Because that that's my my biggest issue is that you know we see season seven, and season seven of Clone Wars, they're this crack team of like hyper special elites who like mow down entire like their introduction is they destroy yeah yeah, their introduction is they destroy an entire droid battalion with tank support you know what i'm gonna take that back Mm. about sorry about the uh dave filoni thing because he's not written he didn't write most of any uh, like the people that have been writing on this Mm. i've been writing on and directing episodes in in rebels too oh okay like matt uh machenovitz um we had uh, Ridley on here as well, mm-hmm. and uh, there's another one that we. But yeah, there's a whole bunch of uh, people that are still involved. So, look at you. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, and the thing is, I I'm pretty sure I know what the real answer is. Like the 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 actual answer is that Bad Batch is a kids show. Yeah, uh, and, and think, so yeah, our expectations are too high. Yeah, but like there's two different types of kids shows, right? Because Clone Wars was a kids show, but I would be just as angry. And we've talked about it. Like there's a bunch of seasons that we just don't watch um, when the writing is this is as poor yeah. as, as it is right now. Or not not necessarily poor because I, I think that, for that's us, I would say weak. It, it I think weak is a better because poor implies that you're not putting effort into it. But I think it's just fluffy. Yeah, very fluffy. The stakes are rock bottom. Um. Because it, you know, it's the same thing we kind of talked about the the mid season episode or the mid season episodes, where it's like there's like a I don't know twenty percent chance. It was the main plot of Bad Batch. It was with well, Rampart, so, right? That that's the main antagonist. Well, so we so so my main thing. The, sorry, the point I'm I'm trying to go with is like in those episodes, there is like a twenty percent chance someone we know is going to die. Right. I wouldn't even say die. Um, just get in, like involved, maybe imprisoned or anything. Like, it doesn't have to be death sure. every time. Sure. Right? Dire. There, there yeah. is a twenty percent chance that there are dire consequences for anybody yeah, we know. Way to put it. Right. Um, but in all these other episodes, it's been zero. Like, the only chance that someone might die is if it's a character we've just met, and at that point, Benny. okay, but well, I don't really have a connection to them, so. So it's fine. Well, yeah. it's not fine, but it's, you know, it doesn't hit as hard. No, none of us were like, oh, God, no, when the Wookiees died in um, Gun- G- Gunji? Gunji's episode, yeah. Gun- yeah, Gunji's episode. Um, so it's just, it, it just kind of leeches all that tension away, right? Um, with these two episodes where it's just been... Cat camera. Sorry, uh, but yeah, in, in these in these episodes where it's just been like stuff is happening, and I guess we just watch the Bad Batch's adventures, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, to a degree, it is different. But even with your Rebels thing, right, where it was like, yeah, you know, the Rebels. But that's the that's actually the part that is interesting to me, where it's like, with the Rebels, it was always like, well, there's a chance any of them could, you know, something bad could happen to them in an episode, um, and it never did. I mean, but, it, did, it did in some episodes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but like... <laughs> for the most part, right? For ninety percent, nothing bad happens. Yeah. Um, we get some stuff with Hera after that battle, where like he's like in Oma for a while, and like Sabine has to go off and like track down like um, 
Death Watch or some of the Mandalorians that were like involved with shooting her down and all that. The A-Wing. Oh, Remember yeah, she yeah, flies yeah. through hyperspace in a damaged A-Wing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but exactly, right? There are moments where there is actually some sort of threat. Exactly. And the weird part is we got that in season one, right? There were the few episodes with Wrecker. And, and yeah, we did have some tension, like some actual tension. Yeah, and here it's it's there's nothing, right? Um, it feels like those Clone Wars episodes where it's like, "Will the evil Doctor kill all the Gungans?" It's like, I d- d- okay, cool. Oh, Padme, Padme might die. No, she won't. <laughs> um, well, not here at least. But yeah, it, it's it's uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's I I'm not I I don't want to be someone who is like, oh, Bad Batch is garbage. Because it's a kids' show, like it's not meant for for our audience. I don't think like to dissect yeah. it as much as we are, because there's nothing really in it. it it's here's a it's, problem it's, though. Yeah, hmm? from season seven, and you hype them up and you make them this crazy thing. Mm. Yep. Then season one, where you raise everything in Camino and all that, that was like above the kids show level they were continuing the last few seasons of clone wars mm. right is what that felt like for it to immediately pull a 180 and reverse all the way back to clone wars like season two yeah we're hitting episodic it's, stuff it's which jarring is not, not interesting it's really really jarring and like you can tell that they're it's, it feels like they're trying to keep your interest by just like oh we're gonna put some a little more not mature, but like scenes to get you asking questions and talking and all that with those stakes. But, and we have to put some drama in there, but also kids are getting into this too. And a bunch of Star Wars things. So we have to tone it down. Cause like, if this guy was like abusive, like fully abusive, he was like killing people who were at the bottom rung or whatever. He like was that. abusing them. But in, 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 in very, the, uh, in, in very like, TV friendly ways. Yeah, yeah. I mean, starving or people. It's, is not, it's, uh, it's, yeah. well, it's all implied. Yes. It's implied, it's implied but as a yeah. kid, you're just like, oh, that, that's mean. That's yeah. bad. But you're not thinking of the, well, how long he's being, he sees the ration. He's like, no, oh, I get you. Ew, he's yeah, eating it's very TV He's friendly. like fucking scarfing it down, right? Yeah. So with characters like that, like, it'd be a lot more jarring to a kid if he was to see violence. Versus mm. verbal abuse that yeah, exactly. they might not usually see it's or not experience. It's not like you're on planet whipping people. But ironically, we saw that in a kids' show. Yeah, right. No, we, we saw it happen in Clone Wars, Wars yeah. but again, yeah, yeah. towards the more mature that was seasons. Like season three, I think. Yeah, yeah. Was season, it like, yeah. yeah, I think so. I, think so. I was season a little later than that. Well, it late season three, at least, mm. I'll say. Yeah, because it's the same season where Ahsoka decapitates all the Mandalorians in yeah. that awesome move. Um, so. I think that with this, they're hedging their bets based on this, like, we know we have to keep the audience we brought in from season seven. This is season two now of this, and it's new, and we've already given you guys some stuff. We have to bring in more audience because either Disney's telling us to, or the numbers aren't what we're hitting. Like, think of every all the times we've said, like, oh, shit, I forgot to watch it this Wednesday. Did you ever say that for Andor? Did you ever say that for Kenobi? Yeah. Did you ever say that for Mandalorian? Even Book of Boba Fett. St- different stakes for live action, though. No. Yeah, for sure. Heard of this? Well, it, it, it's, it's I think, twofold, though, right? Because Different audiences, for sure. That's what I mean, though. It's If it's for a separate audience, but you're going to have But the stakes are still stake. high as hell. They want everybody across the board watching this. They're hoping that, like, 
hey, you've heard Clone Wars is good and it helps you tie in a bunch of stuff. You should watch Bad Batch just in case. It's like that implied, like, oh, you should watch this just to keep up with mm-hmm. stuff. Here's a question for right? you. If we went from the episodic stuff mm-hmm. into our, you know, actual storyline from here on, which I God, I hope we do. Um, <laughs> I feel like that is what's going to, like, it's like, if we look at, let me finish my question. If that were the case, and we hit into like the overarching story for the rest of the season. We have to. Six episodes, right? I mean, we mm. can take another two episodes to do another episodic story. Please fucking don't. And then four <laughs> episodes. I mean, at least you need you need two episodes for the finale, and then at least one episode for a build-up. Mm. But you need it's already half your episodes how, how left. How do you get to that build-up? You need to, to introduce something that's going to get us to that build-up through the two episodes. So I'm assuming four episodes minimum, right? Mm. For the overarching story. But for me, it's like after Rampart's gone, like, what's the... Yeah, what's, what's the, the angle? overarching story right now? Like, we have Crosshair up in the air, but nobody, like, they're not look, expecting him to come back. Echo, have, yeah. Like, I think there's a story happening on the side with Cody and Rex and, and everybody. Um, and, and Echo. Um, mm-hmm. But then, we, we, like, there's no... Rampart's gone. The clone stuff's going. Like, it's gone already, and now it's all Stormtrooper stuff. Like, what what is the Bad Batch running from it because nobody knows they're alive yeah, yeah the one person who knew crosshair. Well, yeah the one person is crosshair right so like i don't know maybe he goes on a solo mission to <laughs> a batch but and yeah. both of them fail miserably somehow we don't have a direction that we're going with the bad batch we're just moving right and yeah as an episodic series if that's what this show was from the beginning i could completely understand it mm. but like from what we're talking about we're looking at something that we want to give air towards we want to know what's happening we want to be ready for the next episode mm. we want to have that feeling but we, we don't with this yeah. because it's, it's so encapsulated episode by episode and really not yeah. adding anything to the bad batch except for they're off the radar now and they have nowhere to go to, to me yeah to me the situation that the three of us are in is very reminiscent of around where we were at with um high republic rising storm yeah like the stuff after that, where it was like, God, I hope it gets better. Um, except, it sadly, did not. Yeah, right. And so I'm concerned that it's going to be a repeat. Um, except, I think the difference is that with High Republic and us, it, it just got worse. Every book it was getting worse and worse. I wouldn't say Bad Batch has gotten worse since the series start or since this season started. It's about the same. It's been the it, but it's just been hitting that same note the entire time. Like it's yeah. this is this. This there was some fun moments, been... don't get me wrong. Like, the Riot Racing well, thing yeah. was funny. We had some good stuff yeah, in there. Yeah. This, this season has been, like, a solid five for me so far. Yeah, um, I would give it a five. Like, well. like maybe a six. Maybe a six in for the first two episodes. Definitely a six for the mid-season episodes. Maybe a six for, yeah, the Riot... Honestly, that's the only episode I remember. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, the Riot Racing. Character, yeah. Um, like, I... The Genji episode was an episode. Um... It was cool to see Kashyyyk in animation. I yeah, but but I mean, like it's just it's been it's been a big what like nothing burger so far. Um, How about you, Ed? And yeah, no, I'm man. very I'm very much the same way with that. It's just would you I give it a five? No, we were looking forward to this season, which I think drops the score mm. because yeah, we, it was we had like, high hopes. We had we got well high hopes in the fact that we were hyped, and based on what you were hyped for from the trailers and everything like that. When you said, like, oh, yeah, we saw Palpatine and stuff in the trailer, I was like, fuck, so the trailer stuff's already gone. 
Well, I did, I did look at those. Mm. We have gone past the trailer at the as soon as we hit uh, season mid season. That's what mm -hmm. terrifies me because it's like, okay, if you want to, your build up and all your hype moment was to that. Well, great. If that happened two episodes ago. Mm. We still haven't set up anything. We're dealing with off schedule, off things. <laughs> you you wanted to talk about, oh no, the dynamic shifts. It's just like, yeah, you could have spent half an episode on that, and then maybe circled back to it at the end, which they kind of did. But it's just like this didn't need while to be moving episode, forward. Right? It could have been an it could have been a conversation on the ship. There was no need for the ship to be stolen on this mm. so this so called desolate fucking planet. What are you going to scavenge here? Who comes here? Oh, the miners sometimes. What the hell is sometimes? They showed us nobody else. Yeah. yeah. There was only those guys in the um, in that mine halfway across. How did he get there in the first place? If he needed a sh to hop a shit. Well, he had that little bike thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Didn't take it with him. Bike, yeah. I mean, it, that, that was another question that I just decided to ignore in my head. He, he says in the episode it took him four days. To do a scouting run, a scouting for what? I don't know. Who is um, this? The, Benny, the, uh, when he first when he first comes back and he's talking to Marco, he's like, uh, "Yeah, I've, I've been." When, when he asked for the water, right? He's like, "Oh, I've been. It's been four rotations. Shouldn't don't shouldn't I get some water?" Yeah. Um, and so it's like, cool. So was that? F I, I I assume I guess if you had to explain it, he went out in a bunch of different directions. But like the Bad Batch makes it there in like six hours. Yeah, maybe. Um, so it's like it's. It's, and they were on a busted speeder, too. Yeah, that was yeah, like, yeah. the whole time. So it's like nothing that was said in any of these, aside from like the first couple episodes where it's just like, okay, this is actually building, character building. Now it's just stuff that's just like, you're, you're trying to fool me and fake me out, and I'm just not having it anymore. Mm. Like High Republic did it for me, where it's just like, that's where, really we, saw the that's where we saw the agenda. And like what what you do when you think you have an idea you've hidden that it wasn't like even an agenda okay. it was more just like we have this overarching story and we got all this stuff and you're just like where is it yeah like you That's have the story you have the storyboard they have all their like oh cool topic one two three but you've hit three by like the third book yeah and you're you've planned seven so now you're just like fuck what, what do um um this is all the um um right now is what it feels like this is like i don't need i i don't need fluff like i know i'm you've been 10 episodes we're over half the season done yeah yeah and that's that's my problem i know we watch this for fun but it's just like okay but i'm not having fun ed we don't watch this for fun we watch it to know everything about star wars we are serious here that but i mean even on that sense what have we learned in this season cody's alive See, well, we don't even know if Rampart died. Oh, sorry, Rampart's gone, away. not dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we have but, uh, Cody's but even alive, still. and he left the you know the troops. Which, the by Jedi. the way, interesting, interesting thing. I was watching through some Clone Wars episodes with uh, the Ahsoka leaving the Jedi Order stuff happening. Right? Mm -hmm. you remember that wall that was in the beginning of the season with Cody, where like it was the wall of all the names of all the troopers yeah, that died yeah. in Geonosis. That is in the Clone Wars. Oh, that's cool. And it is right outside um, the prison. Uh, or not the prison, the prison. sorry. The, um, the GAR. Yeah, like the, the clone facility on, yeah, on yeah. Coruscant. So like that whole wall oh is there and stuff like that. And like it's very visible. 
But like nobody, nobody remembered that. I'm like, oh, interesting. Well, they were kind of like, in the middle of the war at that point. Yeah, yeah but I mean, but I mean, end. like just in the fandom, like when that wall came back up, I was like, yo, uh, what's this wall? What does it say? What's oh, all this stuff, right? But it's yeah. something that's been. Well, there I think before. people were more concerned about Ahsoka actually just fucking leaving. Yeah. At that point. <laughs> and then, but I, but to to go on with that, like ramparts taken away. So what? We do get the inside scoop on the um, stormtrooper initiative too, which is interesting. Like how that hand out and how that came yeah. to be mm. i'd say that that's probably the thing i mean, I mean you know the the camino being it's... brought to life in the senate so like the senate is aware yeah that it was destroyed by the by by ramparts it, it's kind of reminiscent I, I i've said this every episode so i mean i guess i shouldn't be surprised i'm saying it again but uh, once again it's very reminiscent to me of warhammer um where yeah. it's like yes we're learning details how 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 far do we need to go though before those details stop to start to stop yeah. being interesting, right? Like I'm not saying that any of this isn't interesting, but one of the big things in Warhammer 40k was that, or with the Horus Heresy books, everything leading up to it, it was always like, "Oh man, I wish I knew what happened here. I wish I knew what X Y Z meant. I wish I knew blah blah blah." And then you learn and all now, the nitty gritty, and you're like, "Wait." Exactly. Now, now we're getting to like, things where it's like, like hey. well. Yeah, kind of book of Boba Fett, but definitely more with Bad Batch, where yeah. it's starting to get to details where it's like, cool, I never asked. Um, the biggest one... <laughs> uh, uh, well, so so a very brief a example for, for 30K. Yeah, no, a, a brief example for 30K is uh, Space Marines. They're called the Adeptus Astartes. Um, no one's ever questioned that, right? That's just their, their like cool gothic name, Adeptus Astartes. Well, now from the books, they've explained that the Astartes comes from the fact that the Emperor had a scientist who was helping him create the Space Marines, and her name was Amara Astartes. Yeah, I remember you telling me this. And it's like, cool, I didn't, it's it's very reminiscent of the old J.K. Rowling stuff, too, where it's like, wizards used to shit where they stood and disappear the evidence. It's like, cool, I never asked and I don't care? Why are you telling me this? We're, we're not fully into there yet with Bad Batch. Because um, it is interesting to see this, you know, like you said, the Stormtrooper stuff and uh this new uh what happened on camino but it's like if we're starting to scrape that low down on the barrel then i am really starting to get concerned about like oh did you know that clones can pee in their armor and recycle it and it's like cool i know why 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 did you need to tell me this um like yeah you learned those from travis books uh clone commando Uh, i don't know if 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 normal clone troopers um yeah it's just yeah there's just need it now yeah, where, where it's like now, now because we're we're being forced to pump out content, it's like we got we got to just keep trying to figure out something. So let's keep digging down as far as we can. It, it's kind mm-hmm. of the same thing that um, we also talked about last week that Liam Neeson said, right? Where it's like the magic is is uh, the magic is leaving because there's so much stuff coming out. And it's like on one hand, yeah, of course we all want more Star Wars content. It's what we're all fiending about, you know, ten twenty years ago. Um. But there is, there is, you know, such a thing as gorging yourself too much, right? Paco. And having having too much of a good thing, yeah, right. Um, bringing it all back together, but yeah, it, it's. Uh, I mean, the entire the main point. Is, I mean, you can kind of hear it from our energy levels this podcast too. But like, I just want something to happen, man. I just want, I just want something to happen. Just something to sink our teeth into, honestly. Like, yeah, I think I'm gonna switch the the tone of this podcast quick. <laughs> and to do that is what do you want to see happen in the last six episodes of this season? Plot. If you were to see, Stories. like, what do you want the Bad Batch? But, like, where, though? Like, what direction do you want them to start going? Away if you were, from if you were the driver of the, the Havoc Marauder, 
what hmm. direction is that ship going? And towards why? the plot. <laughs> because it needs to actually What start. is the plot, though? Yeah. That's, it, well, what, that's so, it. We don't know. What, yeah. what would you want it to be is what I'm asking. So he, so here, if... if, if you control the story. I was, yeah. Then we wouldn't even ha have had the last two episodes. Because of I course. think in order to get an actual plot and have some things happening to kind of get us back in, I think the entire Bad Batch needs to have gone with Rex. In the, after, I in, agree. I 110% agree. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you that, where it starts. Mm. Right? So they have their ship back. They drop off the stuff for Sid. So it's like, all right, I got another job to you. They tell her to go kick rocks. Mm. And they're just like, yeah, no, we've had enough of this. Call an Echo, call in Rex, Ray, all that. We're in. Jump in. Because they're constantly learning. This is the only thing to take from this episode is what what they say at the end, where it's just like, listen, we we need to do something about this because it's not just the Empire. There's tons of places like this with people suffering in the galaxy. Oh, well, there's also a bunch of people like us doing this kind of stuff, too. Maybe we should start doing more of it then. Yeah, yeah. So I think if they are going off of Omega's picking stuff up and learning as they travel the galaxy on their little itty-bitty adventure... Now it's going to be like, well, she wants to do something now. She's not, for over the last little bit, we've seen her not content to just sit there. She's wanted to do missions. She's done missions. Now she wants to help people. They help people here and there, but not as much as she wants. Now she's learned that they could do more because this kind of stuff's happening. It's not just Empire. Here we go. A rebel faction, a rebel cell, even if it's not the one with Echo. Mm. Something. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Because because there were cool angles that they could have gone with if they'd gone with Rex, right? Like, we could have had this, okay, so the Bad Batch is turning into this um, clone liberation front, yeah. right? We're coming in. We're finding the clones who have been imprisoned for X, Y, and Z. That would be a fantastic Hell. initiative for them. Yeah. Hell, fucking, the last two, if these last two episodes instead had been like, okay, you guys need to get your, you guys are the best of the best. Like, Rex telling them, you guys are my elites. There were a bunch of clones being held on, like, well, because we need to, like you know, Detour. I was going to say Belsavis, yeah. right? Because we need to, like, pander to the fan base, right? Yeah. Hit Belsavis, get these clones out of there. That way we can add to our force or just give these guys a chance to do whatever they want. Or hit a prison cool. and liberate all, the, like, the people, <laughs> all the clones that, like, took down, you know, Camino, right? Yeah, exactly. They were just following all the people who were disappearing under, the, under yeah. the thing. It's like, okay, well, they're in a prison right now, an Imperial prison. Let's break yeah. them the fuck out. See, that would justify them then using stun bolts the whole time. Yeah. Not trying to yeah. kill anybody. Yeah. So, yeah I mean, like like, there, there are definitely stro like storylines that but, we still can hit in the last six episodes. Mm. Like, God, like 10 episodes, and we had two that or like maybe four that were like, like decent. See, yeah. and this, this was the fear from early on that we were going to, you were finally going to get to good story with not enough time, which could have just, if it happens in these six episodes, it could have been a six episode season. Kind mm. of like, maybe at eight or 12 at that point. Yeah. But there are definitely episodes that you can just rip right out of the season because they don't do a damn One thing I will be, you know, I'd give this series is that it gives the people that are working on it. Experience? Not, no, not experience. They've been working on it for a long time. They've been working on animation and stuff for quite a while, like if they're on Rebels and I assume Clone Wars too. But it's more of like they get to play in the sandbox of Star Wars a little bit, like with the racing episode. Like when's the last time we saw a racing episode 
in how, how many times do we need an episode no but i mean like it was it was they a did a whole episode. series about it if you're talking about playing <laughs> in the sandbox like but i mean in the canon sandbox and being able to do it that way did it need to happen is resistance back? not canon now i wouldn't call it canon <laughs> but, oh, and i'm the guy that loves canon man i go. wouldn't call it canon it has no repercussions on it, anything it, in the entire but it leads up into seven eight and nine no it doesn't <laughs> really there's no tie into it really oh my god wow like, well, from see, what i remember so the only that thing that is... i remember is that the space station that they're on goes into space and they fly around like trying to like dodge the first order and fuck i can't remember how it ends they, they have <laughs> so... the fight i think the fighters come around and start taking out all the the elite like first order i can't remember it was it's stupid. basically a it's basically it was a, a racing show. A racing show. It was a racing that show. That was their sandbox. They got to play in that. But that I don't they, think they were on that one though. It was a different <laughs> team, I think, that worked on that. I, I can see what you're saying, and it, it is definitely hundred percent like a glass. Now's not the time for point. I mean, that's, all that's I the best I can give the series so far, right? Like, yeah. I'm gonna give it accolades it, where I can. Like even like the Chewbacca, the not Chewbacca, the Gunji <laughs> episode, the season tribe, right? It was leftovers that were done from the person who actually wrote and directed the episode too from like old Clone war stuff like the bad batch episodes that we got in season mm -hmm. seven i'm like you know what like that is a nice way to bring it back into canon where it really was manipulated to kind of be the opposite of what it was right like that of the you know wookies burning down the fort was these and you get to see kashik for the first time in, in animation which is really cool i think but mm -hmm. is it needed no is it interesting mm -hmm. Sure. My only, my only hope now is that, okay, fine. You want to do all this crazy stuff and bring stuff back, whatever? Get it out of your system. Get it out of the way. Mm. Do all that now. Because I can only imagine if people were doing this kind of thing when Clone Wars Seasons 1, 2, and 3 were a thing. Because I, I could do all this about 4, 5, 6, 7, any day. Mm. And just talk about it and love it. Yeah. But I, I will not go back and watch those for season one, two, and three episodes again. I can tell you right I'll now, I'm never going to watch these Bad Batch episodes ever that. again. No, 100%. And, and I think that's also just the... All right, the, I might uh, watch the Riot Racing episode, maybe. <laughs> you'll you'll be the only one of us. Yeah. Um, even as much as I like Ben Schwartz. But, yeah. Um, yeah, and I, th I think expect you know, we talked about it again um, a couple episodes ago, but expectation is, is such a big thing. Because if they'd said at the beginning of this in, like, some interview somewhere... Hey, you know, this is episodic. We're, we're just following the Bad Batch, and they're doing funny adventures. They're doing crazy adventures. Then I'd be like, okay. It's not really what I was hoping they for. Didn't, they but... didn't hype it up that much. They hyped it way more with the trailer. Because you watched exactly. the trailer, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's They hype it up to be like a continuation of exactly where they left off in season one. Yes, and it was, I agree. They like, hit the ground running, and it was going to be like Andor, but with clones. Um, maybe not that intense, but like it, it was like surprisingly dark. Like, yeah, and, and you should like, go back gloomy. and watch that trailer, yeah. and you can kind of I see will our watch it at the end of the season, yeah, and either laugh or swear a lot because <laughs> that's the funniest thing to me. If if I knew it was gonna be like this, I would I would really not said anything. I'd be like, yeah, it's coming out. When's it coming out? This day. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. You want to hype stuff for it? No, I'd be like, ooh, I'm down for the Mandalorian, guys. It's okay. happening in like days yeah we're not pulling a book of boba fett and talking about mandalorian in another episode thing no i'm not doing that again. as much as we as much as we might want to yeah yeah no it's, it's soon day. it's soon we're hyped but again 
this is this has been a very cautionary tale. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm not. I know it's coming out. I'm not getting hyped for it. I yeah. haven't watched I mean, trailer for that. I've seen a couple things with like these three Mandos landing on something, but I haven't gotten a good look at them. So yeah, I, I haven't watched any of the new oh, trailers. Okay, okay. Yet. I watched like the yeah. teaser trailers they showed at the convention. Okay. But I haven't watched anything that's been like officially released because I'm like I don't want to spoil myself on anything. I just want to enjoy I it. The, yeah. I saw the first trailer and then I got angry because I was like, shit, I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah, that's why I, I didn't like, do it. I've avoided, like, yeah, I I avoided everything else. Yeah. Um but and, and this is my other fear because it's coming out real soon, Mandalorian. Yep. And I'm predicting this is my my assumption, we're getting at least three more fluff episodes in Bad Batch. Probably. I, I hope not, but I, I can see. I, I realistically, from how this, I hope, yeah, I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. I hope we're all wrong. Um, See, here's the thing. But from, oh, if, sorry. Sorry, if we're getting more fluff at this point. You know what, how we can tell? In less than, in less than a week, Let's find it's out. Mando. You want to hear right? the rest of the mm. episodes? No. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't think the title episodes would would help too much. But yeah, we'll, we'll... I think the last. Three... Oh well, if if Ed, if Ed doesn't want to, then... I'm gonna take these off. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Metamorphosis, the outpost, Pabu, tipping point, the summit, and Plan Ninety Nine. Yeah. So it's going to be the last three episodes. I think. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Anyway. Yeah. Ed, bring it back on. Yeah. That. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it 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 is what it is. Um, but. I, I wish they had warned us before, or not even warned us, but just tempered but he, our expectations. I, that's yeah, I'd agree with that because if they had said like, "Hey, it's episodic and it's not crazy," probably would we have even bothered? Like, we would have bothered, but you know, it would have been High Republic again, where you're just like, hmm. "All right, next episode, come on, let's do it." Yeah, let's and I, it, and I'm sure, know? and I'm sure that's why they didn't say anything because they wanted everyone who had just finished watching Andor. It's going to be, be like, yeah, more Star more Wars, Star consume Wars. content, ask no and questions. It's just like, yeah. uh, here we go. They, they yeah, tricked but... us. They yeah. tricked us. And we have the same Nasty episodes audiences. releasing on the same day, which to me is a terrible idea. It should have been like Wednesday Bad Batch, Friday Mandalorian. I, I think I think they're doing that just so that they can... Give us another fluff episode. Well, and, and to make it... To, to be able to muddle how popular Bad Batch is, right? Look at how many people popular. were on Disney Plus watching. Well, exactly. They can, no, they can see specific viewers per, per like, episode. Oh, yeah? yeah, oh, it's, yeah, per, yeah. It's, it's per thing, yeah. yeah. I mean, they I, have I more active yeah. users on Wednesdays, that's for sure, but... Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so... Bad Batch is a... This episode think... was an episode. Yeah. With that being said, I think we're going to go into the outro, guys. <laughs> Welcome to the outro. No, no, no. Let me do that again. Welcome <laughs> to the outro of the podcast. I'm keeping both takes in. Um, yeah. Welcome to the outro. If you stayed with us through that 46-minute uh, rant of this episode and kind of the state of Bad Batch at the moment, thank you. Uh, we don't want to be negative. It's just yeah. how it's kind of <laughs> making us feel. And we don't want to be, be brutal, fake on that, right? We want to give you, like listeners the, the real, real spiel, I guess. It was um, shite. Yeah, exactly. I want to watch it again. But yeah, uh, let us know what you think of the episodes and stuff like that. Um, and to do that, we have our super special Edward to, uh, to help us out here. I'm super special now. That makes me <laughs> hyper special. Hyper bribe. Let me, let me just charge up real quick. <laughs> ah!
Okay. This is a go beyond a normal. No, if you if you want to tell us <laughs> that you disagree and think this episode was awesome, please do give me a shot of adrenaline and fresh air and a new perspective. <laughs> Don't run up to him and actually give him a shot of adrenaline. That's not a good idea. Don't do that. I'll, I'll really scream at that point. Too. I you found want you. Super safe. <laughs> <laughs> I'd almost be impressed. Yeah, I would be too. But uh, yeah, you can find us over at voiceoftheforce.com. That is voiceoftheforce.com. You can check out all our previous episodes there, any updates, little blurbs about us as well. We have a merch shop there as well. It is shop.voiceoftheforce.com. If you want to contact us by email, we are connect at voiceoftheforce.com. On social media, we are on Twitter. We are also on Instagram. On both channels, we are at voiceforcepod. Anything you do retweet or repost, such as our new episode tweets, it helps with growing our listener base, and it is very much appreciated. Finally, you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us with five stars and a comment helps with visibility, and subscribe or follow for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases. Thank you, Ed. And remember, Mako doesn't fuck around. Mako means business. Mako needs his food. Mako needs to eat. Mako needs to drink. Mako is your god. <laughs>